set a collision course for adventure. This is Cosmopunk. Glitch, a Starfinder in D&D 5e homebrew story, featuring the crew of the Liker 7. I am Pan Lipley Baphomet, Captain of the Liker 7, displaced Galactic Idol, now in the body of a cobalt android mystic, and determined to get it all back one way or another. Hi, I'm RJ and I play V the Vesk, who's the Liker 7's resident designer, mechanic, and over-enthusiastic van owner. They also have a drone familiar called Flyby. Hey, I'm Cypher, and I play a small punky Yosaki otter named Ryder. Operative and pilot of the Leica 7. Hello, I'm Ty, and I play Radar, a cyborg coyote engineer and weapons officer aboard the Leica 7. And I am Fringe, guest game master. After a short break at the local tavern in Tradeport, the party followed the citizens to the castle in order to attend a prestigious feast with the council. Here, the party are then ushered into a grand dining hall to a feast before meeting the head of the council, Lord Humphrey. The party then took note of strange sigils worn by the council members. During the feast and talk with the council members, the party overhears the nervous people speaking about architects, mysterious happenings in the forest, and yet more mentions of Camp Hummingbird. Pandora speaks to the head of the council and offers the services of the party to fight off the orcish horde and reinforce the camp. But before the main quest line begins, the party realizes they've been in the game for nearly a day now and need to get back to their real bodies. They then return to the inn, book some rooms, and contact Dr. Lestrange before preparing to leave the digital realm of Tradeboard behind. For now. Chapter 7. Back to Reality. Okay, I am beginning the recall process now. Stand by, it will take a few minutes. You feel the tingling sensation going through your body, but you have no ill effects. Um, but you are starting to feel tired. Like, really, really tired all of a sudden. Oh boy, this, this recall process is pretty exhausting. Are you alright? Yeah, it's just, it's just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna lie in my bed. You close your eyes, and you're getting this sensation that something's, like, pulling at you. Like, you're too tired to react to it. But then, all of a sudden, it feels like you're pulled out of your body. Like, meant, like, you're out of having an out-of-body experience as you see as you see your friends are watching over your body and all of a sudden you just feel yourself being picked up and pulled and pulled and pulled as you're just starting to um, pull into the ceiling and then all of a sudden the world goes dark around you and you see tell me what well hmm. this is the problem you're you're going into the transitional phase here Mm -hmm. uh give me a starfinder Perception, please. Uh, shit. Give me a second. <laughs> My character sheet. Uh, it's all right. While you're doing that, Nia's going to start doodling a moustache from Felix. <laughs> he already has a moustache. Yeah, it can be double moustache <laughs> and a monocle. Oh fuck yeah! And a teeny and a teeny monocle for Barry as well. While this is oh, happening, Crawl yeah. um, is going to check Felix's pulse. Just to be clear, though, they do look like they've just fallen asleep normally, right? Correct. To so everyone else, it looks like Felix just. Passed out, finally. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, uh, what was the role again, GM? That would be a perception role, please. In Starfinder. 30. 
All right. As you are being pulled out and you go into the darkness, you start seeing numbers starting to appear in front of your eyes. You can't make it out quite what they are. Even with your high perception, you know that you're reading code that is just passing by you. And you're getting this feeling that you're being, as you're looking around, you're noticing that the code's all around you. Like you are in a tunnel of code and you're being pulled and pulled, pulled through this code, this code as you're out of body experience. And all of a sudden you see a light as you're getting closer and closer. And then you wake up in your tube. Suddenly you take a deep breath. You're like, Oh my, (laughs) like you're, you, you suddenly feel everything now. Like you're, like you now feel hungry. You feel like you need to use the bathroom really bad. And you see Dr. Lestrange out there like, Oh, are you awake? Yeah. Uh, that was, mm. uh, let me, I, uh, he, he comes over and you hear hissing as the pod pops open as he helps you out of the pod and removes the uh, foil hat on your head. Ugh, thanks. How do you feel? Groggy. Like I've, been st- like I've been in a pod for about 12 hours. Oh, usually you've been in there for quite some time. This is quite interesting. How long so is it? You've been in there for a little over 12 hours. You've been almost there for the entire day since we began in the morning. So it's running in real time? It would seem so, yes. Man, that game needs a fast travel. <sighs> <laughs> Well, I mean, take into consideration that this program was made for long travels, I would not be surprised it was done in real time, if not slower. Fair point. Uh, you got any water? Something to drink? A horrible uh, ugh, taste in my mouth. Uh, he uh, goes over to the console and pulls out a water bottle and hands it to you. Thanks. And then uh, for everyone else in the game, you hear a ringing noise. Again. We're in the middle of drawing all over Felix's face, so... Uh, yeah. No, you are in the middle of drawing all over Felix's face. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm checking yeah, Felix's I was, not, I was not stopping Yah or Pandora. Pandora's so. in her own separate room. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, No, yeah. you're not allowed fun. <laughs> Still, um, Kroll is probably going to check uh, Felix's pulse anyway, just to sort of, like, make sure. Um, well, I'll give you the choice. You can do a medicine check in game or you can do a medicine check starfinder style one thing i would suggest is yeah. i stick with the in-game one because our anatomies okay. are completely different yeah, fair enough let's do that let's do it game okay fair enough. Hey, hey, hey 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 what's this he's gonna lift up one of uh, felix's arms and drop it on on his face yeah don't, don't do that <laughs> <laughs> I want to check if they're all right. They've been taken out of the game. <laughs> and yeah, they check the pulse. And I've rolled a medicine check of 10. All right. Well, you have a feeling that, yeah, there's a pulse there. He's breathing. The body's breathing, at least. Yeah, it looks like he's asleep. Well, good news. They're not dead. Just a vegetable. Just a veggie. Let the record show I've shown admirable restraint and not stolen his money. <laughs> oh, hang on. My wrist ringing. Ooh. And yeah, um, Carl's gonna like slide down the uh, the UI. All right, I'm gonna come in as well, so we can all sit and listen at the same time. Okay. Oh, so nice of you to come down from your ivory tower, Pan. I'm next door. <laughs> in your own separate room, where you don't have to bear our stench. Too, too good for us, I heard. What did you do to Felix's face? 
That he was like that when we got. I hit. didn't do that. After <laughs> the strange look, Cox's head, as the sound is playing out, that radar can hear this. By the way, <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? What did they do to Felix's face? Oh, uh, oh, radar, good. You're out. How are you feeling? Like, Terrible. Well, we left you alone you for five minutes. and started this to your face. Oh, never mind that. L- listen, are you feeling all right? Now, but yeah, yeah. Uh, are we okay? Is everything fine? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a bit. There was a tunnel full of code, and that was then a weird pulling sensation. And then here I am. Are you hungry, IRL? Am I hungry? You are hungry, and you got to use the bathroom pretty soon. I am hungry, and I got to pee so bad. Oh, oh, so you mean we really get the, our bodies just I like sit there? Wouldn't be in there too long, guys, uh, or you will literally die. Yeah. That's okay. Just just spoon some mashed potato into my face. No, I, I think mm. I want to come out now. V's body's uh, already a disaster zone, so they don't care that much. I've got, I've got some questions for you, Doctor, but but finish with these guys first. All right. I yeah, will Crawl, get them ready. Crawl's going to go and lie down in the bed. And... Yeah, we're, we're all having conversations in fact. What? Yeah, we're all, having... Crawl, Crawl we're all talking on the on, on Crawl's thing. Yeah, <laughs> so Crawl's just <laughs> taking the conversation with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were, like, Getting out now. Yeah. Well, Kroll is anyway. No, the doctor has something to tell us. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. Now just curls up on Kroll's chest while they're lying yeah, down. And just the water watch. Well, if you are already, I will get prepared to call you back. I would make sure, though, your personas are protected in the meantime. Protected how? But, uh, you are in a room, I hope, or an inn or something. Yeah, yeah, we're all in the same inn, in the same room. Oh, okay, good, good. Good, good, good. Uh, then... Fine, get ready to rest. I will get ready to pull you all out. Boy. Uh, give me five minutes. We don't have five minutes now. What are you doing? Go lock the door. Yeah, Nia's now going to lock the door. They're also going to take one of their... They're going to take their rapier and they're going to stash it separately from the rest of their gear. Like, if there's a <laughs> rafter or something, they're going to hide it up there or like, behind the cupboard or something. Um, give me a sleight of hand, please. Sleight of hand. 20, non-natural. Nice. I'm All right. good at being a cat. Yeah. I'm better at being a cat than I'm at being a vesk. All right, that will be the DC if someone is trying to find it. So. Nice. All right. I'm just going to sleep in this chair. <laughs> what, you got your entire own room? Yeah, but now I'm worried about you guys. I'm going to sleep in the chair. Well, no, you're worried okay, about I'm, yourself and the safety I'm, of numbers. I'm going to sleep mm-hmm. in... Uh, not the way that Pandora ever, or Batman ever thinks. Immediately goes to Baff's fancy room. <laughs> Entire bed for me. I right. it'd be massive as well because it's designed yeah. for a dragon. Oh, I thought you were gonna. Cr- I thought you were gonna curl <laughs> up on um on Crawl's chest. Oh well. Yeah, but entire bed. Okay, I think I think I think the off bed then. <laughs> we just bed. Roof for no reason. This just happened. All right. So, are you all want to come out at once, or you want to try and separate out at a time? Uh, I'll, I'll, I don't mind, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah going to listen for the sounds of the other two, like, going back into real space. Zonking out. <laughs> what does that sound like, exactly? Well, I imagine it sounds like you're both falling asleep. Snoring. Yeah. Nice. But did Nye want to also go out as well, at the same yeah, time? Yeah, going to, like, ask uh, the doc to give them, like, five minutes. Oh, okay, but don't stay too long, I don't... No, what would happen leaving you in there for too much longer? Be careful, Neil. Uh, v. Yeah, I've got, I've got to get used to that. 
All right, so using the saving throws from before, this is where the fun begins. <laughs> um, again, for uh, Pandora and Crawl, you feel the, sen- the tingling sensation going through you. Except for you, Crawl, you feel a bit ill. Like, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, oh, God, oh, God. Because uh, it the recall is apparently a lot le- a lot harder on you than your other compatriots. Trying to but, pack all that mass into such a small body. But you you too, though, you all start feeling tired again. Um, basically what happened for you, Crawl, is that all your rolls are now negative two now oh. during this recall period. Is that all that happened? Well, you feel sickened. That's basically what happened. Oh, You're okay. sickened. Damn. Yeah, so suffering negative effects to any roll that he wishes to do while you're in recall. So if this is to punish you guys, if you want to try and recall, say you like, I want to get the hell out of here. You know, Oh, mm. yeah. Stack as well. So we take like a two and then minus four and so on. Yeah. It gets worse. It, okay. Your rolls get worse as it's your, cause you technically have 10 minutes before. No, no, it's a, it's a good mechanic. I like it. Does it wear off? Well, when you come back, it come you're back to normal, but it, so it's just for the log out because you failed the constitution saving throw. You're going through the. Uh, you're basically you're losing function of your body. Ah, okay. Do I have to make another saving throw now? No, you you failed it. So you're you're on the process of. I mean, I figured because we're only in the. Uh, you're not doing any combat rolls or anything right now. We're just going to pass by any more Constitution saving throws. Okay. Until because I figure you're safe now. You're not going to need your rolls unless you wish to roll, uh, perception or something. Well, it's good to know that that mechanic exists. Well, well, we're not in combat and we have to get out of here or something. Mm-hmm. But All right, so Baphomet and Girl, you feel very, very tired. Although, Girl, you feel a little sick from that, but otherwise you are still very tired. Are you? What are you going to do? Uh, just shut my eyes and tr- keep my breakfast down and just hang in there. All right. This does not feel pleasant. <laughs> all right. Again, you start feeling a pulling on your body. Full, like, and all of a sudden, like radar, you feel you're having an out of body experience as you're pulled away from your body. You could see your bodies laying there sleeping now. And as you're going into the ceiling, again, the world goes dark. Um, do you guys wish to do a Starfinder perception as well? Yes. I definitely didn't forget to bring up my character sheet. That would be crazy. Yeah. Do we want to do, do, we want to do real life uh, real life rolls for this? Just roll it and roll it in one d twenty. Ah, there we go. So I got a twenty four for perception. I got twenty one. Okay. And you basically have the same vision that you that radar did. Um, you see a you start seeing code appearing around you as it makes a tunnel. The um, matrix has me. And as you get closer and closer to the light. All of a sudden, again, wham! You are back in your body, and you ha- you take a deep breath. And you're like, oh, <laughs> and you feel uh, un- except pen, uh, except for uh, Baphomet. Now, you don't feel much different than you were before, uh, other than now you're in a small cobalt body. But for hmm. uh, our dear otter friend here, she stealing the same thing. She's hungry. She's got to use the bathroom. <gasps> really? Oh, bloody hell! Let me out! 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 You hear a hissing noise as the pod pops open. Oh, oh, oh I got a pee. Where's, where's the bathroom? It's over there. Okay, okay. I'll be back in a bit. And she scuttles off. Um, do you take off the helmet first, I assume? 
She flips it and runs towards the bathroom and gets twanged back into the box. <laughs> Ow. Takes it off very, very gently and then scuttles away to the bathroom. Alright, um, and Baphomet, your pod pops open as well. Letting you out as well. Gets out, pops up the helmet, looks completely fine, and goes, Ah, that's fun. Um, alright. Meanwhile, in-game, Yaz just listening for the sound of the rest of the team falling asleep so they can scuttle it. If you tried to rob us, fuck you. (laughs) Oh, no. But Nyar is going to draw on... You've Mm. already done it. Yeah, uh, but now I can do it to all of you. (laughs) But we'll know who did it. (laughs) No, wait, we we locked the door. No, what Nyar's going to do as well is draw Uh, on their own face and then blame it on a third party. Uh, in that case, the last thing Yaz is going to do before they log out is grab a scrap of paper and doodle the sigil that they, they wanted to remember for later. Mm, Just right. as a reminder to themselves. Okay. And then, Excellent. We've got photos. Uh, yeah, this is this is a note to remind them to, to follow up on it later when they're back in the game. It's not like a picture of it for recognizing it. Okay. All right. And then right. I'm going to log out. Are you alert, Dr. Lestrange? You want the recall? Meow, meow. <laughs> All right. Well, um, same thing. You feel the tingling. You've succeeded your constitution save, so you don't feel sick. But you do feel very tired. As you, I assume you're going to lay down in the bed? Yeah, they're going to curl up into a cat ball. All right. Uh, same thing happens. You are. You feel the pulling sensation, and all of a sudden you have your out-of-body experience before you're pulled into the ceiling. Um, do you wish to do a perception roll in Starfinder? Yeah. While I'm transcribing, I'm going to roll for that. Uh, that's a 13 for perception to see if I recognize the programming language as it appears. Oh, oh so you want to do... Alright, then give me is computers, then. Computers. Oh, computers is good. Uh, 1D 20 plus 15. 34 total for computers. Wow. <laughs> um, alright. So, V, as you are coming out of your, you know, your persona in the game, you're, you see the code starting to appear around you, and being curious, you decide to look at it more closely. You notice that it seems to be heavily encrypted, but you are getting, you know, a feeling that this, you know, you're looking at it, and you're realizing it's a mishmash of code. It's a mix of, you know, old. You could tell that like, some of the programming is old, like someone who ever, you could like tell the programming language almost a little bit, like someone who wrote it was an old, but then there's some new overlapping it. You're getting an idea that this recall program that Dr. Lestrange is using is basically bypassing some sort of system that's allowing you to be pulled through. And this is what this tunnel is made out of, is this rewrite of code that's pulling you out. Um, and before you are pulled into the light, you notice an error code appear appeared. Uh, it's a it's a red line of code. It, it's hard. You almost miss it, but given your computer roles, you, you were reading it the whole time. You notice there is a line of code that is red and it's flashing. But before you could get a good look at it because of your perception roll, you're pulled back, and again you were just thud back into your body, deep breath, and. <coughs> Exactly. 
And you're hungry, and you are need to use the restroom pretty quickly. Um, Remove dis disentangles helmet from uh, horns. And pod pops open. Oh, fuck, fuck me. Eh, which way is the bathroom? Oh, it's down that way. But Ryder's in there right now. <laughs> yeah, just get that. Yeah, fuck me. Yeah. V gets out of the pod, like, goes to scuttle on all fours, like, for a second. <laughs> I'm remembers that they are significantly larger and significantly a different body shape now, and just, like, flops over. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Just belly flops. Uh, switching bodies is going to be hard to get used to. You're alright. Dr. Yeah, Strange I'm, asks. I'm hungry and I need to pee in something. Um, well, once uh, your other friend is done, I'm sure the bathroom will be ready for you. Uh, I will let uh, um, Mr. Gatsley know that you are free. I'm sure he would like to provide you all dinner for your service. Yeah. Oh, yes, please. Has he got any roast pig? <laughs> <laughs> the Strange blinks a few times like, uh, uh, I will make in, men for him. Right, bathroom. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Ryder's just about done the bathroom now. Um, I imagine she'll be having, uh, I don't know, does she, she's got like a sort of out-of-body experience now. She's still feeling sick. Yeah, you're feeling a little, what's the best way to describe it? Have you, no, you haven't used VR, have you? Right. Uh, I have, yes. You know how you get like motion sickness? Yes. <laughs> That's kind of the sensation you're having. Ooh. Hmm. She's of, going to like look up at her her reflection in the mirror, like in mm -hmm. the bathroom, and sort of like wash her face a bit and like press her hand against the mirror, just to sort of check it's real, you know. In the background, you can just hear thumping in the dogs. Like, oi, less contemplating the self, more not being in the bathroom anymore. How do you know I was contemplating the self? I can hear you musing. Yeah. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> me wants to come in there and do exactly the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, Ryder right. sort of um, stomps out and her stomach gurgles on the way past. <laughs> Literally, as soon as the door opens, he's like wholesale picks them up, rotates, puts them down, goes in the bottom. <sighs> Never uh, get between a vest and then need to like, use the toilet. So bloody inconsiderate. That was quite interesting. That's what happened. That has been one of the longer times someone has been in there. Doctor Strange says to you guys. Well, the bathroom. <laughs> Oh, the VR, right. I yeah. thought this was the first time. Well, we have had other tests, but they usually have been short-term runs. We never really got to experience someone having hunger issues or bathroom issues. Hmm. Oh, hmm. You, haven't, you haven't got any headache pills or milk or magnesia or anything, have you, Lestrange? Oh, you can get the medical team to help you, but I do carry some of my own. Uh, and he pops, he pulls out a bottle full of pills, being the doctor that he is, and pulls out to, like, basically... Akin to ibuprofen. Yeah. Oh, now you can't have ibuprofen on an empty stomach because I did that once and almost died. So Ryder's going to pocket those for later. <laughs> his pockets his entire bottle of space. No, just just uh, just two for later. Yeah. Okay. I will let uh, Mr. Katzley know of your success. Um, I will have someone take you back to your rooms at the hotel if you like, and then you can get freshened up for the dinner. Yeah, please. Yes, please. So, yeah, good game. Um, I'm a bit shaky, though. I don't know what that is. You're going to be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, th I think I'll be okay. It was, it was fun, you know? It was fun. Get some feeding, yeah. You'll feel better. All right, so um, you get... Um, 
Luckless Strange, you know, pages someone, and the door opens and reveals Dawn. And she's there, the, the Shanta that you met way earlier. She's like, ah, well, I'm good to see you guys uh, finally done. We were starting to wonder how long you were going to be in there. How, how long has it been? About 12 hours, I think you said. 12 yeah. hours? Yeah. That was happening in Yeah. Ooh. I talked to the stranger about it, and he reckons because, you know, it's designed for big, long journeys and a ship, probably just going to happen in real time. But, uh, oh, I guess. I would have thought there'd be some sort of time compression if it was hypersleep. Yeah, well, but if they're, like, asleep and it's going on day to day, it's going to reach their natural ages and then they'll die. Again, more weird, horrible existential questions I really wouldn't would rather not think about right now. That's all right. We, we can't be trapped in it. It's fine. Maybe yeah. We can get some food well before we start. Definitely. Yeah, you please. Wait, Baf, you don't eat. I didn't say I. Well, Baf still needs we? to recharge. Yeah. Yeah. Like but, v, V's got to the stage where they're hungrily eyeing anything that looks edible. Well, um, anyway, Don you know, smiles as well. Let's get you back to your room. Let's get you, uh, you know, cleaned up and prepared, and um, I'll take you to Mister Gatsley. He'll for sure have a, a dinner ready for you. Sounds lovely. Seems good to me. Alright, All right. so you guys go past the engine, you know, she leads you on, get past the engineers who are seem to be in a flurry of movement this evening as you guys are passing by them, as they seem to be excited about something. Um, of course, you know, you have your out, you can look down at the uh, glass window, or you does anyone want to look at that as you're passing by? Yeah, uh, right he does, does, yeah. What yeah. we all do, yeah. <laughs> What time of day is it? I mean, I guess no. We're on the ship, so it wouldn't matter. You can't, you can't tell because, but you, you know, being twelve hours, you figured, okay, it's we started in the morning. It's kind of late right. afternoon, early beginning right. of evening. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to have a look at like, um, are any of them holding data pads? Are they um, exchanging words with each other? Can can we like roll perception? Perception rolls, please. Yeah, say, is there a big screen in the background? Like with with the, the source <laughs> code for the, uh... I rolled a sixteen for perception. That was a terrible roll. Twenty. Uh, that's eleven for me. That's five. Uh, are you using your pet Starfinder? Oh yeah, you uh, are, yeah. So we're back in Starfinder now. Oh well, so yeah, right. Starfinder. Wow, that is going to get difficult. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless we're still in the game. The <laughs> so seventeen. So, Radar would be the one who no probably notices better than the others. Um, mm -hmm. Passing by, you notice that they are looking at a series of code uh, on a data... Uh, some of the engineers passing by have like a certain series of code on their data pad that they're all excited about, and they're pointing at it, talking to each other. Um, um, radar, if you wish to try and like do a quick decoding of it in your... like. Computer. Give me a computer roll, please. Yeah, okay, that is... Uh, 24. Alright, 24. Um, knowing computers, this seems to be rather strange. I mean, you wouldn't think this would be something to be excited about, because you, you're able to like get a quick glance at it, and you kind of get an idea of what the code is. But to you, it's kind of just like, why would you be excited about this information? It seems to be a schedule on it. It seems to be basically talking uh, the code that you can read is basically talking about feeding times um, coolants and heating and such in the programming. 
So, to you, it's rather mundane information, but they seem to be all excited about it. Kind of makes sense, because you know, is that the schedule for feeding the the passengers? Uh, you don't know until you look at it more closely, but that's what it looks. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock on the window. Uh, you're in the same room with them. The window is to look down at Dave itself, the machine. Oh right. Well, I'll, I'll go over then. Um, Just tap one on the shoulder. Uh, you tap on what looks like a human, and he's like, "What? Well, yes? Yeah. Do you mind if I have a look at that a second? Uh, yeah, of course. And he hands it to you. Okay. Um, Who's the other coder on the ship? It's V, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but v, V's brain has gone into full lizard brain mode, and they're off searching for food. Uh, Ryder's got some computer's knowledge. Uh, probably call over food and a shower. Ryder, then. Ryder! What was it? So, I think we did something, uh, looking at this. What, what am I looking at, um, Fringe? So, looking at it more closely now, and with your computer's role, you were able... You're, you're, yeah, you were correct. This is a feeding schedule for the crew. Um, the ship's name is garbled. You can't tell. Whatever the ship name was, it's missing, that information. But it seems to have been like this information was decoded recently. And, um, and you could tell that, okay, this is for feeding. This is the schedule times for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Maybe, and it looks like there's requests for, you know, additional feedings, depending on... It's, it's an itinerary. Yeah, and it's also... You know, telling you if there's you know certain requests like something was exchanged for additional meal credits or something. Um, you're looking at it well, and you can also see there's another part to it, which is a heating and cooling system that is telling you the ship's temperatures. Um, how how deep do you want to look at this code? Just well, I'm not going to be stood here long because Radar is hungry, so he'll be like, "We're going to be back tomorrow. Can I take a copy of this to peruse tonight?" Sure. Um, and he takes the data pad back and um, links it with yours and transfers over the information. But please, uh, because you've been, we've been told that you are guest to Mr. Castle, please don't share this information. This is very important that... I don't know if they gave it to us. <laughs> well, yeah. given the fact that... Um, I suppose we are basically test pilots for it, so... You're getting the feeling that he's so excited that he might have made a stupid mistake. But, <laughs> but, he he's so excited that he's talking to his other crewmates. There, we're also all excited about this. So, you basically he gave you basically a copy of it, but a top secret yeah. document by accident. Yeah. Well, what I'll do then is I'll I'll take that and then I'll turn off the broadcast on my data pad so no one else can access it. Yeah, this is also rather mundane information too to the uh, you know someone who doesn't realize what this information is. It's so to you, you know, you know what it is, but. To an outsider who doesn't know about Dave or anything, it's like, okay, why is there an itinerary for meals on yeah. this like fragmented data? Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting. Radar's gonna catch up with the, the group again and be sort of flicking through this. All right. Uh, so, no yeah, other thing. To... Can we stop talking about food and go and eat some now? We're getting a meal with the the, the, the guests of Mister Gaxley. So I know. Stop stop looking at weird spreadsheets and let's go and get some food. Come on. I'm walking with you. Okay, we've got to go and freaking get dressed up and things. Alright, so, anyway, Don takes you t uh, once you're all recollected, Don swipes her card at the elevator and the elevator opens and you all get in. Um, basically, you go through the same access hallway and you pop back out towards near the uh, hotel. And, you know, she gets you back to your room. Um, and, uh... Is there, so a guys, welcome, is there a welcome mint on the pillow? 
of motel. <laughs> <laughs> because Ryder is eating that straight away if there is one. Uh, yes, and um, Pandora? It's gone. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, that's gone. But uh, as Baphomet gets back into her room, uh, she notices that there was a lot of cleaning done in her room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and Is there a polite it, note from the hotel administration? Yep. There's a note on her bathroom door that says, we kindly request that you limit showers to less than five minutes, please. There's a note oh, on the door that just says, don't. The note and, like, shaking your hand, like, five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, V, um, who didn't destroy the hotel room, is... Uh, oh, wait, we have a room each, or what? I thought we had a room each. Yeah. Okay, so I can have four showers, technically. <laughs> now you're as long as they're five minutes long. V's room. V's going to enjoy a six-minute-long shower. I'll have you know. Well, it's the note is only on uh, Baphomet's door. <laughs> Baphomet knocks on Ryder's door. Ryder, darling. Hello. Hi. She's got her towel, all her soaps. Uh, she's finished in the shower. Can I use yours real quick? Uh, Ryder like has memories of what happened in the <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, but no Great, more than ten, ten minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes max. <laughs> and the door shuts. And the shower's on. And yeah, Ryder's like changing into her into her dress. Yeah. V, v set their shower the hottest it will go, and there's like, do you know thing where you just slump against the wall slightly? He's like, yeah. Happy lizard noises. Yes. Happiness um, is a warm shower. Baphomet, did you do a perception roll in your bedroom, by the way? Ah, I did not. I guess, you know what? No, I didn't. I can't say I did. Okay, so we'll pass on that piece of nugget of information later then. Um, So, anyway, so you all get showered, get dressed again, I assume? Yeah, showered and dressed. I gotta gotta leave Ryder's room anyway in a towel to go back and dress, so I go back anyway. Do you you leave Ryder's room a a pile of bubbles before you... So I've left Ryder's room... Quickly and okay, thanks. That was great. Okay, I'll see you downstairs. <clears throat> and uh, she's gone. <laughs> so Ryder goes to go and have her shower now. What is she confronted with when she goes into the bathroom? Um, I don't know. Can I roll for that? What do I want to see how destroyed Ryder's shower is? <laughs> uh, God, if I know what you should roll for that, uh, just roll sure. me a d100. Yeah, <laughs> an entire eight. An, an entire, entire eight. eight. I rolled a d100, I got an eight. Uh, yeah, uh, so for our dear otter friend, as you open it, it's bubbles. <laughs> bubble city. <sighs> Alright, she leaves She leaves the door open and sort of like bats her way inside, like closes her eyes and just flails her arms <laughs> to the shower. Is there any hot water left? <laughs> I hope it's a hotel. Yeah. yeah there's, there's plenty of hot water left, but boy, there's a lot of bubbles. Yeah, she, she has to do it blind. She has to close her eyes and just shower blind. <laughs> Um, okay, so now I'm back in my room uh, getting dressed. Can I, can I do a check? Yep. Well, I should have done this. So 23, yeah. You know something's missing. Hmm. Something fuzzy and multiple legs. <gasps> yeah, I go, I go over to um, Maxi's cage and I've got some, I've got some uh, whatever breadsticks something for them. Like, Maxi, I've got some. Maxi? Maximilian? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Gremlins. I know how this ends. Yep. The possum spider is missing. Oh, mm. no. I had him chipped. She went to a vet. Didn't get chipped. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
irresponsible pet owner. Mm. Yep. We never leave the ship or the bar. She didn't think about it. We Bad babysitting. Yeah. <laughs> we could have chipped your animal. We've got a buzz saw. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's probably why it's not chipped. You get the, the hammer and the chisel. And you... yeah. She probably mentioned it once. You guys started talking like this. And she went, I'll get around to it. It's fine. <laughs> 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 is it going to be right. like the scene? Is it going to be like the scene from Psycho now for Ryder? It's just going to be <laughs> like a spider possum comes into the bar. <laughs> uh, roll me a d one hundred. Roll. Say if they turn up in V shot, they will be eaten. Ninety three. Wow. Should we all roll a d one hundred? Sure. Why not? Just for giggles. Uh, Ninety five. I love how everyone's either getting really low or really high. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's this website. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Um, as you're all enjoying your showers and take a break, you don't hear the psycho music and you don't hear a possum hissing. You never hear them. Mm. <laughs> you never hear until it's too late. But To your <sighs> knowledge, there is no spider possum near you. So yeah, Rhoda finishes her shower... Um, fights her way out of the wall of bubbles and sort of seals it in the bathroom and hopes it'll go down while they're away and gets her dress on. Alright, Radar emerges from his shower, doesn't bother with a towel, and just shakes. Mmm, yes, the smell of wet dog. Mm. Wet dog. Oh, I imagine how long it's going to take to brush all it. <laughs> he just comes out looking like a, a poof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big poof poof. <laughs> Presses the friggin' um, the button that does like the full body like hair dryer experience, and just just explodes. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. V presses the button for the full hair like hair dryer experience, and then doesn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> it just sits under it and recharges. Back in the hallway, wandering around like quietly trying to call for her pet. <laughs> Max. <laughs> Why don't you mind link with it, Maximilian? She's trying to be a, a decent pet owner. <laughs> a decent pet owner? She doesn't want people to know that her pet's gone missing, so she's looking for it. Um, Ryder would come out of her room at this point, and we're going to roll perception to see if she spots Baff doing this. Go ahead. Okay. That is a 19 for perception. Um, well, you definitely see that she's looking around. She's like on her hands and knees looking under like a, a dolly in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> She's still got a bit of the breadstick. <laughs> She's trying to teach out with a breadstick. <laughs> what are you lost, Beth? Hmm? Oh, uh, hmm. um, I may have misplaced Maximilian. What? I said, shh, shh, give it down. I don't, I don't what want do you mean misplaced? Where are they? I, if I knew that, I would not have misplaced them, would I? They're not in your room? Oh, Ryder, oh, darling. I have misplaced my pet, which was in my room, in a cage. It is no longer in my room in the cage. Well, it probably wouldn't have gone far. It would probably go to uh, the nearest source of food or warmth. Yes, which would be either someone's room or the hotel dining area. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so I need you to help me. You're good at looking around like small places. Help me find him before the hotel staff do. All right, I'm on it, I'm on it. <laughs> All right. Baphomet, Ryder, give me a perception roll, please. Yeah, because I was going to wonder if I could do like survival or something to um, track them. You're about, you're about to find <laughs> out what, uh, what's happening. This RP is oh, now the adventures of Maximilian. Hang on. Mm -hmm. 
There we go. Oh, I got 20 on performance and 7 on perception. <laughs> I got a 25 for perception. Wait, are you using again your Starfinder again? Oh, god damn. You know what? It doesn't matter. Doesn't Close that matter. sheet down because we're yeah. out of the game now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Um, you hear a screaming from one of the rooms. <gasps> Ryder runs towards the screaming. <laughs> good idea. Um, as you guys enter, uh, as you get to the room, you see the door is ajar. As you can see, you hear the screaming still. And um, are you going to go in? Yeah, Ryder like pushes the uh, the door aside. And back forward behind her quite quickly. Um, you find Lashanta like screaming, and in there there's a uh, one of those uh, boy hoppers in there with a broom trying to get this hissing possum spider on the ceiling off. It's like, Rod is going to like burst into the room. So uh, uh, don't, don't worry, uh, uh, hotel pest control. Uh, c- come on down, Maxie. Come on down. Is Baff still wearing a towel at this point? No, uh, she's. <laughs> She's wearing it with me outfit. And yeah, Ryder's going to like shut the door so we're sealed in the room and um, sort of like try and encourage Maxie to come down with a bit of breadstick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's see if that works real quick. The image I've got is Ryder trying to bat him off the roof with a, a friggin' full baton of French bread. <laughs> <laughs> you got the bellhop there, just the broom trying to push this thing off the ceiling and it's like, no. Well, it just hisses at them. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's unperturbed being poked with a broom. It's just hissing at him all the time. But then it smells breadstick, and it's like, oh, breadstick! <laughs> and it just it, it it jumps down and starts running towards you. Yeah, Ryder sort of unput, unperturbed. She, she's quite horrified of seeing these things out the corner of her eye. But when it's in front of her and she knows where it is, it's, it's okay. Wearing a collar, it's not, it's not a, yeah, it's got a collar and a bow on it, so it's okay. <laughs> There's a good boy. There's a good boy. Here you go, Baff. Here you go, Baff. And she's, she's all like hands it over to, to by the tail. <laughs> just hands it over by the tail. <laughs> just, there you go. There you go. Well, she, starts, she starts petting it and cooing. And she's like, oh, oh I'm, I'm yeah, so sorry. They're like back out of the room. Yes. Uh, but well, Sai, what noise is the spider possum making? <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, so you take your possum back to the room as you leave this petrified Rachanta and Bellhop boy. Sorry, ma'am. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that really sorry about that. Have a good. Your hair's nice. Okay. <laughs> Have a lovely <laughs> evening. Bye. <laughs> All right. So I take it you take your possum back and put him back in the cage. Yeah. Yeah. How did he get out? I don't know. Did he figure out how to open doors or something? Maybe. Do you remember their parents were pretty skittish? But I don't... Hmm. Help me, help me look around. Let's, I'm going to look around the room. I want to make sure nothing else has been messed with. Tampered with. Reception rolls, please. Do you want that from both of us? Yep. If you want to both inspect the room to see if there's anything missing. Yeah. Sure. Well, I've got a 26. Alright, so 26 for the otter, and what would Baffin make? 29. 29. Um... Looking around, there's nothing else perturbed by the room other than, you know, the cleaning crew had to come in and clean up the carpet around where the bathroom was. <laughs> um, you can see that there is some water damage that was patched up. Oh, that's probably <laughs> fine. That's probably fine. Mm. She hides the note that she can't have more sh- longer showers from either before. She, she actually comes in and like, snatches you off the door and goes, mm, well, that's probably fine. Okay. <laughs> Would Rod have noticed it coming in? <laughs> um... 
with that perception, what did you get for your perception roll again? It was I got 26 for perception. Um, you would have noticed that Baphomet grabbed something off the bathroom door and stuffed it away, but you don't know what it was at first because she moved really quickly. Like, nope. Uh, yes, it looks like nothing's been bothered. <laughs> she like narrows her eyes, looking for bubble damage on the, on the wallpaper. Oh, oh, you can see there's water damage. You yeah. can see it. <laughs> it's completely different wallpaper. <laughs> it's been newly painted over. Oh yeah. So yeah, um, Rod is going to like uh, check Maximilian's cage and like see if they have figured out how to get out of the the latch or whatever. Like she like put some breadstick like out of out of their reach, just out outside of the cage door, and just waits on the side of the bed for them. Um, you see Maximilian. You know, you, I take it they put Maximilian back in the cage and close it and such. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll put him in cage. You see the little spider leg reach out trying to grab it. It's like <laughs> horrible little paw just reaching out. And then all of a sudden it gets frustrated before you see it reaching back and then it uses it turns its butt around before it uses its tail and wraps around the the latch and then you hear a soft tick as the latch is pulled mm-hmm. open. Clever boy. And then turns back around and pushes it open. She first takes a picture immediately. She fully impressed takes a picture immediately. She's always so clever. Look, look, he's even <laughs> Buffy, he can get out of his cage. That's how he escaped. I know, I know, but also he can get out of his cage. That's pretty cool, right? I mean, yeah, it's pretty cool, but he can he can escape and this will happen again. Okay, okay, look, it's fine. I'll go I'll go pick up some parts. I'm sure I can talk to one of the staff and we'll get them a new cage that's we'll take them longer to figure out because they're so smart aren't you boy aren't you the smartest boy <sighs> at least put a lock on it or something Baff. of course of course don't worry i'll get it done i don't know if there are any species here that you know eat him hmm. i don't want You're him right. to wind up in the kitchen on someone's plate that's <laughs> who would eat it doesn't matter you're right though mm. i will take better care thank you Ryder, and thank you for your help All right. don't worry about it and you're not using the shower again Oh, come on! It was just a, it was a quick shower! It was fine. The room is filled with bubbles, Baff. I don't want to hear it. How do you take showers? Well, I don't use the entire bottle of shampoo for a start. <laughs> Ryder has now left Baffy's room. <laughs> All right. Um, so anyway, you. Um, yeah, I assume everyone gets dressed. Coyote looks like a poofball. Yeah. He is recharging <laughs> under... I am groomed now, thank you. No, Radar looks like that spherical coyote from Spitting Image. <laughs> the coyote. <yeah. laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. After a while, um, you guys, you know, soon hear a knock at each of your door. Mm-hmm. And I assume you guys go to uh, answer the door? Yeah. 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 I mean, you know. Um, there you see Dawn. She's there. She's. Apparently changed her outfit. She went from her black suit to now one that's white, almost like Mr. Gatchley's white. And she's smiling as um, you know she goes to eat, you know waiting out there, and she's like, "Ah, oh, good, you're all dressed and such. Uh, are you ready to go to dinner?" Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think so. Yes, quite. Oh, oh, please. I'm bringing Max along until um until we can find something better. But he's being well behaved-ish on her shoulder. So pass him in a bag. Good to know. <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, she makes sure all of you are able to lock your doors and such. She doesn't seem to be too perturbed by the fact that you have a pocket, a uh, bag possum. Pocket possum. Pocket pocket. Pocket possum. Sticking his nose out. 
Horrible little possum hands just reaching out of the bag. Every- <laughs> muffled, muffled spider possum noises. <laughs> just constantly feeding <laughs> moving along. All right, so um, she leads you down the hall towards an elevator, and um, she you know, leads you into the elevator. Um, you know, takes you down to the ground floor again. But instead of heading out of the uh, hotel, she actually takes a left from the elevator door towards what looks like another service entrance door, and she pushes that open. And you guys go through it, I assume, following her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is this um, different to the way we came first time? Um, so the last time you guys actually left through the hotel and then went to, to, you know, another, uh, door, you went down the street a bit and went down to another service hall. This one is actually inside the hotel that you guys, so when you got out of the elevators, instead of going towards the lobby, she actually takes a sharp, takes a a direction the other way down towards. So she leads you past, um, and she goes through these service doors and again, you're greeted by the sterile environment of these. Uh, service entrances as you see servants and such and other employees running about um, with you know crates and food and such because now it's getting, it's dinner time so some of them have food of them some you know carts and such they're running about um, and, you know Dawn makes sure to, you know step out of the way when they come by with their trolleys and such you're going down this maze until she stops at and I'm not kidding it's again some golden elevator doors you recognize them Hmm. Yep. Going up to his private state again. Yep. Yep. And you see two guards there this time, instead of Crunch, your favorite boy there. Last time he was guarding well, the door. So this I time, think- they're these are uh, guards. Um, they greet Dawn as Dawn swipes her badge again at the elevator before the door with a soft <laughs> opens up. And you, I assume you all climb on board with her. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. She, you know, the door's closed behind you, you know, opens up the little panel and types in a passcode before the panel slips away and she presses an el- a button, uh, floor 59. Could I roll to see if did, I Yeah, can... did anyone see the passcode? Before. Yeah. Um, give me perception rolls, please. Uh, that says 16, 16 for the... Yeah, for nine. I got a 23 for perception. So 23, 16, and... 19. 21. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with then, I assume it's going to probably be Raid, Dar, and Ryder who noticed this first. You noticed that the... Before, actually, before I do that, do any of you speak the language of the Lashantos, the castle? Everyone looks at Baff. Yeah, Castrovellian. I speak... uh, Raid speaks Castrovellian. All right, so you would would be the one who is able to read it, because it is in that language. Uh, Baphomet, yeah, Castorillion. Um, Baphomet, sadly, she did it so fast that you couldn't catch it, but Radar, you were able to catch part of the code, because she did. she's so used to it that she's she topped it so fast. Um, basically, what you're able to catch part of it is Golden Idol as part of the ending of it. Something <coughs> Golden Idol. Radar rolls his eye. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, you don't know what the first part is, but you know it's it's got a golden idol at the end of it. Does Ryder catch um, the first bit, even though she doesn't understand the language? Mm, well, you do catch something, but you can't make it out. Okay. Because you don't speak the language. Yeah, I suppose it'd be like seeing someone type something on a Russian keyboard and trying to remember what you typed. Gobbledygook, yeah. 
Oh, oh yeah. yes, it seems to be formed of some kind of characters. <laughs> All right, and um, the elevator zooms up, and um, again with a soft ding, the doors open, and you're revealed to a rather large dining, you know, room. It's beautiful. It's um, there's a beautiful, uh, almost 180 degree view of outside space. You can see the stars. You can see, um, you know, you you notice that you're no longer actually at the planet. Now you're kind of in true space in the pack worlds. But you know, there's beautiful. You can see the table is made of a beautiful wooden thing, almost like oak that's been well varnished and such. It's beautiful. It's long. It's kind of over oval uh not oval but a elongated circle i guess that's how i describe it it's uh an it's oblong, an oblong mm. yeah basically yeah. it's very uh it's rounded at the heads of the table and you know the di- all the dining is set for food and you see that there's also a bar there and um you would all recognize it as the uh, the android that you guys met earlier oh face yeah the face dancer yeah. as he's smiling at you like oh welcome Glad that you guys could come. He's in his normal visage. Uh, yeah. he is as normal. He's in. He's a normal bartender this time. An android bartender. Hmm. We need to get one of them. We got one. We have a bartender. We have a bartender, but they're not android. Like staring at V with like both hands. Like, what are you? Doing? V didn't say that out loud. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, he smiles. He says, "Please." Take a seat. Uh, Mr. Gatsley will be here shortly. Is there anything I can get you to drink? Nah, I think we've got to drink his food we're after at the moment. Oh, well, no, I could take a drink. Really? Yeah, I'm thirsty. You know, I'll right. try some, some, um, some Rosie if you have it. <laughs> I don't think that exists in this world, Bath. I think that's just an in-game drink. Oh. Well, we do have rose wine, of course, he says, as he pulls out a vintage from behind the counter. No, it was rosy. It was rosy. It was definitely rosy. <laughs> <laughs> but thank no, you. No, that's not it. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Well, um, please, make yourself comfortable. There are plenty of seats. Um, Mr. Gatsley, though, prefers to sit in the center of the table, if you don't mind. Seems fair. Uh, yeah, it's fine. So, um, Don, you know, goes, you know, off to one of the side rooms. Um, leaving you guys in the dining room. And she's like, I'll be right back. I will let Mr. Gaxley know that you're here. And um, she's gone. <laughs> um, if you're looking at the table, you know, it has, you know, some appetizers and such plated. Um, but, you know, there are plates and such set for you guys. Um, and it looks like for multiple other people too. But to your knowledge, it doesn't look like anyone else is here other than you guys. But we'll probably start pouring herself a... Um plate full of food because she's starving <laughs> pouring herself a plate full of food yep eating Great. all the appetizers <laughs> yeah just dig into the appetizers <laughs> reckless disregard <laughs> is there any tempura uh yes there would be something mm. of like that she'd go straight for that <laughs> and cheese and pineapple on tiny sticks <laughs> <laughs> kind of pays uh, we're getting into very British party food at this point <laughs> indeed um, so you guys are as hungry as you are diving into eating, basically pick clean the appetizers before Mr. Gaxley even arrives. Yeah. Uh, but 
he arrives soon and he's smiling <laughs> kind of almost gives a soft chuckle as he sees that the appetizers well I could see that you guys haven't eaten since you've been in there <laughs> yeah sorry um, Mr. Gaxley it's, uh, it's been a while since we've eaten we thought the uh, program would feed us IRL apparently it doesn't yeah. well as you realize we had to change things so that we could have you know, not have you in hibernation while you're in there of course although taking away the food and the room capabilities might have been a bit of an oversight, but we actually expected you guys to feel hungry and use the bathroom before, you know, when you're in the system. Well, we did, and then we went to eat some food, and then we stopped feeling hungry, but apparently that doesn't transfer over to real life. Hmm. I suppose it might since. Perhaps like this is some kind of a, a limit, so maybe we're, we're pulled out after, say, four hours so they can perform their ablutions. Well, no, I don't know if this idea to get pulled out of the game when we're in the middle of doing something. That'd be a bit immersion breaking as well, wouldn't it? Oh, no, I mean, if we take breaks, guys. Obviously, we don't want to drag us out anywhere in the point. <laughs> Mr. Gaxley smiles and says, Well, I'm sure we can make adjustments appropriately. I'm With this new information that we've gotten from you being in there, we can make adjustments to the pods so that you can be in there for longer periods without fear of your well-being, of course. <laughs> I'm just imagining that the, the engineers are drawing up like a design which is like capita arrow. Yeah. <laughs> arrow. yeah. And another engineer looks at him just nods. <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as, aside from that, it's probably going to be one of those um, those warnings that come out when you play a game for like 12 hours straight. Mm. Just, oh, shouldn't, shouldn't you take like, a break? <laughs> or like the Netflix, are you still watching thing? Yeah. <laughs> Or the stronghold <laughs> thing. You've been playing for hours, sire. Aren't you tired? Fucking dungeon keeper, isn't it? It is the witching hour keeper. Go to bed. <laughs> well, we will definitely have to take into consideration that we'll have to add more safeguards to the system once we decide to publish it, of course. But please, have yourself a seat. Um, I'm sure, given the fact that you've eaten my entire plates of appetizers, that you are still hungry. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, yeah, of course. Starving. Put it in me. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway, so y'all take your seats. Uh, Mr. Gasly's sitting across from you. I assume y'all are sitting on the same side or something or sitting yeah. next to him. Or... Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you sit across from him and he's smiling before um, he claps his hands. And several Lasanta waiters start coming out and bringing out a variety of food, setting it out in front of you. You know, everything, sandwiches, uh, basically, you know, mixed meals of everything, you know, basically a buffet before you. <laughs> and um, Mr. Gaxley, you know, smiles and helps himself to some of the food. Um, basically, whatever you think of, it's there. Because you kind of taken a guess from what you guys ate before and tried reapplying it. Ryder goes, uh, she goes to lean across the table and try and snap her legs off the turkey, but she can't quite reach it now, so she goes back to where she was sitting. Ryder, Ryder, no, no, no. Yeah, I know, I know, I forgot. She gets something that's a little closer to her and puts it on her plate. Do you want one of the legs? I mean, I would, yeah. I'll get it. Hey. There you go. <laughs> Do you have to roll strength to tear off the turkey? Roll for this. Uh, sure, why not? Let's make it funny. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you take like a tactical knife and go, shunk. Okay, here you go. Yeah, you pay sure. for your turkey. Sure, I'll just take a knife and just be like, shunk, just hand it over. That'll work. We'll do oh. that. That's a roll. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. I'm going to have the other one. Shunk. <laughs> well, 
I do appreciate you all play, uh, trying out the system. And actually, I did have some things to tell you while you were in there. Oh, yeah? Well, worked out. Given the fact that you're under your non-disclosures, I believe it's safe enough to tell you this information. While you were in there, we noticed that the program froze a couple times, as you may know. According to Dr. Lestrange, he's told me that you were in process of a coin and met a memory, if I remember. Correct? Oh, we met, um, what's his name? What's the, what's the name of the, of the, the AI that's in there? Dave. Oh, Dave. Dave. Dave, yeah. Yeah, he, he turned up a couple of times. One time when uh, we uh, did something with the coin, and he wasn't very happy about it. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, we we didn't know what it was, and I was trying to uh, try and work out what it was, and it, it got sucked into a wall, didn't it? Mm. Yeah, well, you pushed it into a wall, but yeah, it flew out of my hand. It's cool. It's cool. We're dealing with weird, weird stuff. Yeah, everything seems pretty normal otherwise. I mean, the game seems to be working fine. I must say, actually, I wasn't sure at first, but, well, between it being some interesting old tech and this is actually a pretty fun game. Oh, I'm glad. But I must ask you, since we were unable to capture it on our program um, when we were recording you, could you tell me about this memory that you saw? What did you see that gave you the coin? It was very strange. It was... The entire program froze, and there was like a, a captain figure who didn't look like he was meant to be from the game at all. He came through a portal. He said something. He put a coin down on a pedestal and then went back through the portal, and the coin remained, and then everything started moving again. It was very it was odd. Kind of a memo into the coin, I believe. Yeah, it, it was quite kind of immersion-breaking, I'm not going to lie. Hmm. Well... Well, as you well are probably aware when you were coming back to your rooms, that our engineers were quite excited about some information that just came to light after your freezing of the program. Whatever you did, as I'm... Perhaps I should be more specific. Remember I told you that... Uh, Mr. Dr. Lestrange told you that the system was encoded in a way that we couldn't pull any information out of Dave proper without... Mm inserting an individual into the game. Yeah, right. yeah. When you started freezing the program, the code began to unscramble itself. We were able to part pulling information. You see that he flips over something on the table and you notice that there's a control panel that he flips open and the room starts going darker before a screen pulls uh, starts falling down behind him. And he clicks a button and Radar, you, you recognize this. Radar and uh, Ryder, you realize what that what he's pulling up? It's the code that you saw earlier, the uh, oh. the itinerary. Mm, yeah. Sorry, do I recognize any of that code from when I was inspecting the tunnel? The tunnel. No, this code doesn't seem to correlate. At least what you see right now does not correlate uh, to what you saw. This is the spreadsheet. This yes. Is the yeah. The um. Mm -hmm. The the eating and heating uh, coolant. Uh, Indeed. Itinerary. Um, we have found something quite interesting. And he starts pressing a button, and you notice he starts scrolling down the code. And that's when you notice that towards, at some point, uh, towards the end, the code starts to scramble again. Except this time it actually looks like someone was typing, but it was in complete jargon. The last thing says, Midnight Meal, for some name on it. And then the next one, 
just as complete gibberish. It's not encoded. It's just gibberish. Like something it's happened. Corrupted. Yeah, and he starts scrolling down more, and you see it more and more scrambled words starting to appear, and it, it seems to deteriorate before it, a little prompt says, "End of information." And this this is it decoded. This isn't a decoding error. To our knowledge, this is what came spitting out once we were able to pull it. Doesn't see appear to be any encryption to these remaining files. Whatever happened, it seemed to have stopped. The system appeared to stop functioning. So wait, this is a feeding schedule. Yeah, for people. It stopped. And then it stops. Does that mean it stopped feeding them? I guess so. There's nothing. There's nothing here to activate the systems that would feed the people that are off the bottom of this itinerary. One thing we should bring up as well is that. When we did use the coin and we did um, release this data for you, Dave did not seem happy. Hmm, interesting. There is one more thing I should show you. And he clicks again and it flips this time to the heating and cooling. We figure this is the ambient temperature of the ship. You know, we have a feeling that there was actually a live crew on board this ship that wasn't asleep based on these readings. And he pulls it up and you can see that these are normal temperatures, you know, normal room temperatures set. You know, in a spaceship, if you don't have a system heating, the ships can get really cold. Mm, you yeah. know, because they they lose their ambient heat. And again, he scrolls down. And you notice there's slight variations, slight fluctuations. Sometimes it's you know just a little bit off cent a centimeter here. That's not a centimeter. A centigrade here, and so <laughs> a Fahrenheit sorry. there. <laughs> yes, Kelvin. Uh, Kelvin. Uh, but um, again, as he scrolls down, you notice that. The last temperature was at normal room temperature. And then again, it starts to scramble. The language is someone wrote complete gibberish. But this time there's actually a number that is like reflective. And this time it's, it's surprising. It goes from, you know, normal temperature to freezing to zero. Back up to room temperature it goes above almost oven hot, then down to zero. And is then, there, sorry, is there a, a time period for how long it's at zero? Yeah. And how quickly it changed? It, it doesn't say. It's it's jar the timestamps are jumbled. They are mm. they're letters instead of numbers. Oof. What did you say the ship was found? It was crashed, wasn't it? But when? We don't know. It was a wreck when we. F it was a, a relic. Where did you find the wreck? It was on a desert planet, very f many light. You know, quite a while away from here. Um, I can't quite disclose it because we are still looking for the remaining three pieces, the other two pieces of the ship. You don't have to, to disclose it, just simply is that recording the ambient temperature of the planet it's crashed on? Based, mm, that is a good question, but we don't believe so. We're not quite sure, actually. The ambient temperature, though, will go below freezing on times on the planet, but we're not entirely sure. Let's assume it's not the ambient temperature, then. If this is happening... The crew that's alive on board the ship are getting frozen and then cooked very quickly. Yeah. Two thoughts occur as well. Was this a result of the crash or a cause of the crash? The malfunction, I mean. Mm. I'd probably say cause. There's no one to steer the ship. No, if they're yeah, all under playing if... a video game. Yeah, yeah and everyone looking after you have been either meat popsicles or a pie. Anyway. If I may, um, Mr. Gaffrey. Dave, the AI that controls the uh, the system we were just in, was also the ship's AI, is that right? To our knowledge, Dave was part of the system's AI. We believe, based on this, what we know, is that he was a subroutine of a larger AI. Hmm, all right. Yeah. 
Maybe then we can ask Dave. I'm. Hmm. Do you really want to bring it up? Oh, we're, probing, we're probing around. He might have gone crazy and killed everyone on the ship you're supposed to look after. Yeah, that sounds like it might be a bit dangerous if we're I'm... on his playing ground, if you know what I mean. Yeah, we're in his we realm. We don't have to go in the accusatory. We can just ask. Dave seems quite happy to help us as long as we didn't mess with anything. Mm. This is information. Yeah, I, I don't trust it, Baff. Well, either way, I do wish to ask a favor of you all. Yeah. I would like for you to return to the system again. Okay. I know that there is a risk, especially since there are too many unknowns, but I am willing to compensate you greatly if you are willing to continue gathering more information. For whatever reason, your success in the program and whatever you've been doing has been causing more information to become deciphered. Perhaps you can solve this mystery by continuing going in. Of course, we'll have our safeguards. We'll pull you out if there's any issues, of course. We will make sure that you are your bodies are safe. We will make sure that you won't need food or toiletry when you're in the system, just in case something does happen. Would you be willing to do that? How much are you talking here? <laughs> I'm for, more than happy to complete the contract, as promised. And um, Can you maybe use the data you've collected to give us a few more safeguards in terms of bringing us out in case, you know, bad things do start up to happen with Dave? I will do my best, of course. All right. I can only promise you as best as Dr. Lestrange and our engineers can make, of course, but I have we will do everything. an idea. Yeah? We're going in there and we're just playing the game, right? Yeah. Which is not releasing any new information. It's when we make the game glitch. That's when it releases information. Well, bug testers. Yeah, we're bug testing. So maybe we need to go in there and start trying to break things. Yeah, being in mind that every time we, we break something, Dave appears immediately. So. Dave got very angry last time we broke something. Last time I broke something. You guys didn't want me to ask him a question. Now you want to go in there and destroy his world? Yeah, my thinking's evolving on this path. Let, let me see where this goes. Well, either way, it would be interesting to keep practice. Even if you keep engaging with the program for long, who knows what other things might activate or reveal themselves. We don't know if it was just because of the glitching. For sure that revealed all this information but it would be of interest for us to learn more especially the more information that you can gather about this program the more that we can reuse it for our own well the glitch happened because we did a side quest we we were just playing the game and it then just happened so maybe we just need to keep on playing as per usual and then see if any more of those weird hologram captains pop up and give us more coins I'd rather do that than just go in there and start destroying things. With yeah, you. same, honestly. Mm. So how, how, we could be in there for for months before we see anything else if we're just playing. For months, straight up. Why not, Mister Gakley? Yeah. Are you in your machine for months? <laughs> I'd be willing to compensate for you for your time. Yeah, see, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like we don't get paid for spending months in their radar. It's fine. I'm not comfortable fully immersing myself in that for months. We're not staying there for months, Radar. Look, we're not going to do more than a day. All right, guys? There's a... Are we? Because we were in there for what felt like 10 minutes, and it was 12 hours. It well, the quest isn't going to take a, a month. It's, it's not like 10 minutes. You're wandering out for ages. Yeah, that's, that's just paraphrasing. It, read, well, the, it went really quickly, and it's been 12 hours. It was real time. Yeah. The quest isn't going to take that long. Come on. That's bad so, storytelling. <laughs> I'm, I, I, am, I am going to agree, but I have some 
Mm, caveats, if I may. Mr. Gaxley, would you give us a moment? Of course. Is, is it worth doing a check to make sure this is the real Mr. Gaxley as well? Yeah. Okay. Well, Edward's over there, but yeah, I guess it would make it wouldn't hurt. Okay. Okay. Probably going to record everything we say in this room anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't imagine anywhere around here that we're not going to be generally heard, just not immediately. So, twenty-seven for perception. Are we perceiving things? Uh, you to see if it's Mister Gaxley or his Would body double, or whatever stuff I need for inside. I keep thinking now. Can't give me. Uh, Sen's motive would probably be, yeah. but perception would also work probably if you're trying to pick something out about him. Um, based on those rolls, I'm assuming radar. You're doing a uh, perception roll too. Yeah, but not very well. <laughs> yeah, 24. It's not bad. I mean, to your opinion, this is Mr. Gatsley. Okay, so he's wearing the ring. He's not wearing the ring. He's not wearing the ring, know. sorry. You could see the ring on uh, Edward's hand. Okay, so... The ring is Edward's tail, not Gatsley's. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm convinced things to be to themselves. Um, Mr. Oh, Gatsley says, So, shall I give you all a minute, then? You need a little bit of time to... Yeah, this shouldn't take long. Exactly. Okay. Shall I leave Edward here, or shall I take him with me? Let's be honest, you've probably got plenty of recording equipment in this whole building, right? You could see he's smiling. <laughs> see? Yeah, thought so. Well, whatever you decide. It'll be in the other room. And he, yeah, lifts, he picks himself up and uh, heads toward, you know, came out, goes to the room that he came from. Yeah, as Edward's over there, still shining glasses. I think, guys, that we should go back in. But there's something I want um, from Mr. Gaxley. What's that? I need information about my former Delph. I'd like to know what's going on with Pelmoon and Tiamat. And Mr. Gaxley is in a perfect position to find that out. Oh, you mean oh. like um, insider information? Well, why don't you just ask him? Yeah. I would... He won't know who I am, and I don't want to rock the boat. I definitely don't want people to be asking too many questions about why I'm asking questions. Do you want one of us to ask him? No, no, no. This is something I have to myself. I just think that if we endear ourselves to him and make this part of the deal, then things might go smoother. Okay. I mean, I bet it'd be worth it for you to know more about your backstory, so if that's the price, then I'm in. I know who I am. I want to know what's happening to who I was. Yeah, I was... So, yeah, I, th I think that's what V means, yeah. So, is everyone okay with that? Of course. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Long oh, put a... <laughs> yeah, if it means you're a little more um, in tune with who you are, Buff, absolutely. Do you wish to signal back for Mr. Gasly to come back? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I think apart from that, nobody has any real concerns other than that we don't stay in there for more than 12 hours at a time. V's already working out how to get them to slip a little vodka into their uh, feeding line. That, that actually brings up a point. V, do you actually ever mention what you saw in the tunnel to anyone? Uh, v actually has forgotten about that. And is still... Like, it's in the back <laughs> of their mind. <laughs> I was going to say it would, be, it would be character-like for V to just not tell anybody, but also RJ forgot. <laughs> uh, no, so I didn't forget, but V, v isn't thinking about that right now. But they've got it in the back of their mind, and... But they don't want to worry their compatriots. Yeah, that, and they want to do a bit more digging of their own. Okay. All right. Um, seeing as you have no other things, 
one of you calls out for Mr. Gaxley, and Mr. Gaxley comes back and said, Well, what have you all decided? Yeah, I think we're all on the same page. Yes. I think so. We, we will do this for you. There are some caveats, though. Um, number one, uh, there'll be a discussed increase in our fee. Number two, mm-hmm. uh, we won't be in the un, uh, we won't be under for any longer than uh, ten hours at a time. At which point, um, Doctor Strange will contact us and inform us to find somewhere safe to be pulled out. Very well. And number three, I would like to know everything you can find out for me about Pale Moon, specifically about seven years ago and Tiamat when she was taken ill for a while. You can see, Mister Gatsley raises. An eye ridge at that. He's like, oh? Is there a particular reason? I'm something of a concerned party. Hmm. But we do this for you, and you do this for us. Is that fair? Very well, then. Well, we can discuss your payment, of course, more in detail. Uh, Of course. Um, How much would you prefer? I mean, currently, your contract... um, What your contract is? As he goes over and uh, pulls it up on the screen and looks at it. Ah, yes. So, if you were to go through the whole program, you would be getting 25,000 credits per person. Is there... How would you prefer, then? 25,000 per person. Um, plus, as we now know, there is some kind of issue with the system danger pay. Uh, plus, uh, daily care for my pet. And also some new um, pet supplies, too. And she pets Maximilian. Um, ooh, some... <laughs> Some uh, some some instruments. I would be nice, actually, just to just keep the keep my up. Instruments, instruments. Hmm. Um, something like yeah. this. And she's gonna she's gonna slide him um, a magazine or an advert rather for a, a piano, <laughs> a grand piano. <laughs> yeah, a nice piano. Something like this, maybe if you could if you could make that happen. You wish for a piano, or do you wish one being played for your pet? If I am understanding this correct. <laughs> no, why would I want to give my Mister Gaxley? This is a serious business deal. She feeds Maximilian another piece of bread. No, to my knowledge, you scared one of my guests at the hotel with your pet, so I will make sure that he gets a proper cage if that is what Rider. you need. Oh, he's going to duct tape him to the ceiling as soon as we're back. <laughs> Rider. Hmm? It's I'll, I'll, I'll I'm sure I should log something. Don't we have a piano? Uh, yeah, we have one in the bar, but it's like all shot up. And this is this is a new one. Plus, a grand piano would fancy up the place. Yeah, right. Okay. Very well. A piano. Do you wish it for your ship, or do you wish it transported somewhere else? Oh, just put it on the ship. We're fine. Very well. And hazard pay. What would be? acceptable hazard pay for each of you. Hmm. Well, assuming we come out unscathed for general mental um, stuff, we're going to put another little zero here. And then if we do come out unscathed, <laughs> if there's any actual physical injury, um, full medical care, of course, and um, another zero here. <laughs> that's at, that's, that's at, a, at for all of us, not like each or such, so it would work out to about like uh, let's just say forty each. An extra forty each. If we are, if we come out, if we are harmed, that's like yeah. Harmed. Very well, forty thousand in addition. <laughs> then for yeah. your hazard pay. Now we doubly need to make sure like none of us get harmed, or he just kills us all. As as a show of will, and to show that we have made it in good faith, we will ensure that you personally 
are informed of anything we find uh, that may be pertinent to the uh, betterment of Gakli Enterprises and Entertainment while we are inside this uh, strange device. <laughs> Very well. Well, if, please, finish whatever you like to eat. I'm going to go have my lawyers write up a new contract for each of you. I will have it delivered to each of your room to sign. That will include your new grand piano, new supplies for your pet, some instruments, I believe you said, was the piano. I believe yeah. was correct. Yes. And I will make sure that your hazard pay is written into your contract, your non-disclosure as well. You're a very generous man, Mr. Gasly. Mr. Gasly is one of the best. Hmm. He smiles. Oh, is there anything else? Mm, I believe that should be everything. Oh, there is one other thing as well. This must be a mistake, I don't know, but for some reason my shower doesn't work for more than... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been told by the hotel staff that there was what they call biblical proportion flooding. <laughs> <laughs> a minor bubble explosion in the shower. Mm. My straight face goes, hmm, don't think about that, weird. Very well, I will see about changing that, but I must warn you, Please keep the showers at about 10 minutes, not the entire evening. We only have so much water here, my dear. Of course, completely understandable. Each room 10 minutes, not a problem. Just <laughs> <laughs> say it with a completely straight face. No, totally straight face, 100% straight. Well, I suppose you could interpret that as 10 minutes of each of us. As an android, she <laughs> she's going to be coming to your room next. <laughs> Oh, jeez. She's banned from Ryder's room. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, please, enjoy the rest of your meal. I will head and talk to my lawyers. And if you require yeah. any drinks, Edward would be more than happy to provide you. Have a lovely evening, Mr. Gaxling. Oh, as he's leaving, as he's, he says, one more thing. And he points to V. Crunch is wondering about your condition. I will let him know that you are well. Yeah, it's nice how he thinks about me. And he says that he would like to enjoy another evening of your company. Oh. <laughs> 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 like, what does that mean? You've seen a cat make the uwu face, now get ready to see a vesk make the uwu face. Rudder right right digs V in the ribs. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Who's this crunch person? Oh, well, so V um, met someone mm. yesterday called Crunch. Very big fella, very nice. Yeah, they, 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 we, we all hung out, and then they went away, and then V turned up this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a big grin on their face, isn't that right, V? Yeah. V can't I'm blush. To v. You must tell me. That's, that's the whole concept, V can't blush. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I let him know your room number? <laughs> v just winks back, winks back to, to him. What is, what is V's room number? Yeah. Eight. <laughs> eight. It's eight. It's eight. Roommates. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll a D. I'm gonna roll a D100. <laughs> what to, to get your own room number? Seventy-four. Fine. It's seventy-four. She says. Very well. I will let him know. And he smiles before leaving. And Edward's over there chuckling, <laughs> digging, digging me in the ribs at supersonic speeds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you are gonna have to dig harder than that. You've got like. At least an inch of flab to get through. That's what she's doing. <laughs> she hasn't hit a rib yet. <laughs> All right, so now you guys have the deep meal to yourself. You have Edward as your 
you know, basically your keeper and drink giver, if you wish for it. Mm. Um, but basically the rest of the evening is yours. Do you wish to stay there and eat? Do you want to go out? Do you want to drink? Do you want to head back to your hotel room? We're going to eat extra, even for them, because they're going to bulk up a bit for going into what they're now terming digital hibernation. Oh, I thought you were going to make it like a sex thing. <laughs> oh, that thing. <laughs> I was really worried for a second there. Vesk, Vesk find inflated stomachs really arousing. I think bulking up, what that mean? <laughs> they are also going to, like, surreptitiously get uh, Thomas to see if they can get a bottle of champagne later as well. Right, uh, Edward is more than happy to provide you with a bottle of champagne. Yeah, best at work ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rod is probably going to. There was like a Kabuki theater show that was um, being shown uh, yeah, on the first night they were there. She's probably going to go and check that out. You, uh, you want some company? Yeah, go on. I, d I didn't think you were in the place. It's all right. It's kind of amusing. This one, I like the puppetry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um... Baphomet, what are you up to? Baphomet got the others. She's um, yeah, in a good mood. She's got she's got um, Maxi. Things are going well. She is hopefully going to find out some information about what's going on. So yeah, she's in a good mood. She'll go with Ryder and the others and go watch the show. Nice. Well, all three of us going to the theater, and V's just going back to their room yeah. and waiting for Crunch in a seductive pose on the bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a rose, rose in the mouth, mouth, the rose petals on the bed. <laughs> Paint me like one of your space masks. Claws at the ready. <laughs> oh my. Good. <laughs> yeah, no, I can attest to this. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, well, if there is nothing else, we will uh, prepare to close there. But um, there is a post-day a post -day scene for you guys. <gasps> oh, boy. Is it safe for work? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's safe for work, but... Very uh, tasteful. <laughs> Crunch enters the room. The camera pans away to a fireplace, and that's what you see of them. <laughs> Yeah, George Takamawa comes out of where it goes. Oh my! Does the George Takei thing? Yeah, George Takei. But seriously, so the end scene is Mr. Gatsby is in a dark office. He's sitting there with a cigar, smoking, as he's looking at a monitor. He reaches over and presses a button again, and hear a noise. It sounds like screaming. And he gr he grits his teeth a bit as he watches it before uh, taking another puff from the cigar. He's like, mm. did not wish for them to see this, that's for sure. And he reaches over and closes the uh, the screen before turning to look out the out the window. Well, I guess it's time to go find about Pale Moon. As he then puts out his cigar and then leaves the room. Hello everybody, and thank you for listening to Cosmopunk. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, all the regulars, and be sure to check out our Twitter for updates. That's at CosmopunkPod. And if you like what you're hearing, give us a good rating on iTunes. Maybe come and let us know on the Discord server. Link in the description. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be seeing you in two weeks. Till then, shoot straight and roll high.